Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Today's episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for $65 or more. Preferably more. Mm-hmm. Check it out at DrawYouPicture.com. Hey, how you doing, podcast people? Howdy. It's uh, episode 74, and this is Nobody's... <laughs> Let me do it right. This is Nobody's Listening Podcast. Welcome. Thank you. It's episode 74, brought to you the week of July 20th. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Mm-hmm. Though not all of you do, and you should. Slackers. Have you sent your story no, in? No, you haven't. Well, let's go over the ways they can do it, Dave. Okay. What's the What's the email? The email. <laughs> it's great. It's nobody's listening to us <laughs> at gmail.com. And the phone number that you can call in at is 816-298-0823. And uh, so do that. But anyway, I'm your host. My name is James and my brother's here. I'm David. And we're glad to be here in our brand new studio. James's brand new studio. <laughs> what do you mean by that? It's your studio, dude. It ain't mine. I know. Ours. It's it, We share it. It's a... Uh... Yeah. I got a brand new desk. You did? I did. It's awesome. It's really cool and really heavy. It is. It's massive. It's like a $3,000 set of equipments. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm. I got it for free. Yeah. From somebody who loves me. Thanks, Terry. Hey, we always do an opening story. I'm a terrible storyteller, says Carnage94. Don't read it. That's always a great way to open a story. Yep. This is a story about what happened to my friend and I two years ago. We'd been building a catapult for a Latin class project, and we needed rope. The only rope we could find was fishing rope, which you can't cut with scissors because it'll just split into a million pieces. We resorted to using Luke's stepdad's rope burner. Wow. Yeah. Does he work at Home Depot? I guess. Uh, We quickly throw together a catapult, which barely worked. David, did ours barely work, or did it work? Did it work? That's right, baby. Um... And actually, it was a trebuchet that we built. But anyway, uh, and us uh, being middle schoolers, we decided the best way to spend our time was to forget the catapult and start burning things. 
Our first few times burning some wooden planks failed miserably. So we got some lighter fluid and we drenched the board with it. Oh my God. Lit it on fire. Then we waved it around, pretending we were Link. Anyway. Who's Link? <laughs> I knew you wouldn't know. I really don't know who this is. Okay. Uh, Zelda. Oh, okay. gotcha. The minute the fire went out, we looked around for more things to burn. We ended up burning everything in this garage that we knew we would not get in trouble for. However, we always poured lighter fluid uh, over stuff while it was on the stepdad's workbench. Of course. You don't want to tick off the stepdad. No. Because your dad loves you. But we've established part of the Gospel Kennison is your stepdad is there for your mom. You are extra. True. Uh I know because D- David's dad loved him a lot. Yeah. Not so much me. Nope. And I despise you because of it, David. I would despise you too. <laughs> anyway, what he says is we poured it over the stuff on the workbench. So it was like the altar of sacrifice. We finally start burning our math books. What? What? <laughs> they the crap br- are you kids doing? <laughs> Are y'all idiots? They burn. They started to burn their math books, which burn faster than like, we, yeah, than we expected. Well, yeah, they're nine hundred years old, probably, and uh, they're it's made be of all paper. Anarchy and all that crap. <laughs> the flames re- reached his stepdad's workbench, which goes up in flames itself. We instantly flee the garage. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Gosh. let's let the rest of the house burn down. And we oh to look for his garden hose. I should have read. I should have finished reading. We finally turned back and saw that we had left our backpacks next to the work next to the workbench too. Well, you know what else you left near the burning flames? The rest of your house. Yeah, it's funny priorities. Forget this should have backpack. been in middle school drama. Yeah, let's move it. <laughs> well, we got to school the next day, and we had a heck of an excuse for the teacher for why our homework was not done. To top it all off, my friend took all the blame for it. Carnage ninety four. Well, Carnage, your friend's an idiot. And, yeah. And what kind of excuse did you use for your teacher? You say a heck of an excuse? Usually when I say a heck of an excuse, it's like I'm saying something cool. Like, I've got a heck of a car, or I've got a heck of a desk. But uh, your excuse probably would have uh, properly landed you in some sort of juvenile detention facility. Yep. Or it should have. It should. I'm calling. Oh, goodness. Middle schoolers, what are we going to do with them, David? Yet last week it was uh, for unforgiving streets that actually were quite forgiving, if you remember correctly. Yeah. The, 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 the watermelon yes. that, that fell on the street that was unforgiving, but it didn't pop the watermelon. This week it's uh, middle schoolers and their, their hate crimes against math books. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Here's a sponsor, Amy from uh, the forums. You know her as Knitting Mom. She um, she sponsored this show along with Miss Rebecca. But uh, Amy wanted to say, "Hey, J One and J Two, please clean up the Legos." Ooh. She said, "I tried to think of something clever, but all I can think of is thank you and keep casting." Well, so thanks, uh, Amy and Rebecca. <laughs> Who, again, says thanks for all the happy thoughts and the laughter that you bring to my week. Actually, she sponsored a month, so I should have said bring to my month. Yes. But we're always happy for our sponsors, and we always like to read their stuff. If you'd like to sponsor a show, go to nlcast.com and click the Sponsor Us link, and we'd be happy to read your message as well. Um, it's time for this. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. Be honest, David. Do you like it? 
I, I do. I, I like the harmony. The harmonica. <laughs> the harmonica. Yeah. The harmonica. The harmonica. Oh, uh, weekly update. You want to go first? Um, I was thinking about my weekly update, but I was like, nah, I'm good. It's really? About, yeah, it's about the chick. I wasn't going to go into it. Oh. Nah. David met a girl. One. I met a chick. Yeah. He met a girl at T- TGI Fridays. Yep. Stalkers. Yep, she and, was. And uh, here's what David did. I'm, no, don't, don't embarrass me. I never, I never do this. I don't know what to do. So I'm leaving it. David, actually, <laughs> uh, I got to do it no, now. I feel like I ate I'm gonna wet my pants. <laughs> David talked to this girl. It was a waitress. I, w- I wasn't hitting on her or no, anything like no, that. No, no, you just talked to her. You're, you're a huge gentleman, and that was your downfall. Yes. After it's over, they're, they're like, hey, you want to go get coffee? So they go get coffee. They meet up at a Starbucks. They have this wonderful time. And at the end, David, do you want to take over, or do you want me to finish? I'll f- this is, okay, I've never done this before. <laughs> Warning. I've never done this before, ever. Never, ever, never, never, ever, never saw a chick and then no. take her somewhere. No. And, uh, yeah, it's never happened. So at the end of the conversation, it was three hours later. And uh, so we're walking out to her car, and um, she, I was like, I know how girls are about their numbers, so here's mine. Just holler at me whenever. Um, you know, I'd love to do this again. She's like, okay, she did my number down. So David David tells me this later, and he's like, yeah, man, I was such a gentleman. I was such a gentleman because I told her, and, and I'll repeat what you said. Yeah, I, I know how girls are about giving out their numbers, so I won't I won't do that. And, well, I didn't and, say and, it like, and, oh, and, no, no. And then he goes, then he goes, uh. Then he tells me right off, next step down the down the line, he says, uh, "But so it's been great because now I don't have to worry about when to call her and how soon to call her and all this stuff and when's too soon and when's too late." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, so you, the gentleman, you left all that yeah, to her, exactly." And, he, I, I and immediately, think about that. immediately, David's like slapping his forehead. Oh my, George, I, I felt can't like an believe idiot. I did that because I I've never done it before, so I just was trying to be nice. It's like you don't say- mess with a pattern. You don't. This, yeah, it, exactly. You, the girl, if she wants to give you her number, she does, and then you use it. Well, it, it wasn't like she forced the number. Like, she didn't even offer. So I was like, well, cool, that worked out. But I bet you if I would have asked, I would have got her number. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. Uh, it's still what? old school enough to where you need to, you stay know. Stay with the, the for sure thing yeah. of, hey, darling, <laughs> get your digits. I'm a stalker. Can I have your, oh, can I have your number? So so there's David's weekly update so with a little help from me. <laughs> Please do not ever listen to the show, whoever you are. I still haven't gotten a call from you yet. No, I have talked to her. <laughs> yeah, David That's did talk it. to her. Uh, okay, here we go. Mine's actually from a couple weeks ago itself, and I've forgotten about it, and my wife reminded me. I have this T-shirt from shirt.woot.com, which is one of my favorite – uh, places to buy t-shirts but um it's it says it, i got it in a grab bag every now and then they put up three shirts and and it's random and i never would have bought this shirt but i love it now that i have it it's bright red cardinal red and it has three bats on the front and it simply says in big text bats and then at the bottom it says bats 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 it's just the randomest shirt you ever want to see in your life and i was wearing it and uh I was walking into like a store. I don't even know what it was. And this old lady touches me with her finger on my right boobie. What? And says, I could tell you a story about those. Like your boobie? Yeah, that's what I thought. 
Wow, old perv. And I look down, and she's got her finger on the face. She touched you, though, like of, flesh yes, to flesh, yes. shirt in the middle. She she had her finger on the face of one of the bats, though. And she's like, yep, we just got rid of a couple of those out of my attic. And I was like, oh, thank God, but please do not touch that particular bat again. No. There are two others, and you had to choose that one. So that was one thing. And then the next time I wore it was on the 4th of July, and I went to a small uh, country town in in Missouri for the 4th of July. And it's actually called uh, Rich Hill, Missouri. They're famous for the 4th. And um, – it's a you know it's I I went there because I have a pastor friend that's there and he he's a pastor there and all this he used to work with me and now he's a pastor and he's pastor and pastor. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know if anybody <laughs> would miss out on that fact. I'm glad you did that because I was going to do it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I, I was at his booth. He his church had a booth where they were selling turkey legs and onion blossoms, which are awesome by yes. the way. I'd never had one before, and. Uh, and this lady's just looking at me, this Christian lady. And I don't really get along with some Christians because they annoy me because they confuse Christianity with this is what we do and don't do. And this is how we live our lives by feeling better than other people. That's the only way we can elevate ourselves is by putting other people down and True. just by comparison True. we look like you. So this is one of them people. Apparently she looks at my shirts and, she, and I, I, I don't know what I'm wearing, you know, but she goes – so, do you like them? And I'm like, what? Good lord. Do you like them? You like bats? The others? <laughs> yeah, it could have been anything. It could have been, you know, how about them chiefs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I looked down and oh, my shirt. I wanted to make it very clear that I totally didn't get what in the world she was talking about. And I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, I do. I like bats. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me my onion. Bye. So, yeah, that was irritating. And here's the thing. There's more to it. I remember when we were kids, we had an aunt, Aunt Carol. Do you remember her? And uh, you probably do, David, since you lived right next to her for years. Yeah, I went and saw her like a month or two ago. Yeah, I don't know if she still does. But back in the day, when we first, my mom and your mom got married. My mom uh, and your mom? Oh, my God. (laughs) Whoa! It was hidden. (laughs) That was rewinding. My mom and your dad got married. Uh, we went to visit her, and 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 she had owls yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Does she still collect them? They're they're still in the house. Okay, she had she tons collects. of them, yeah. though. I mean, old school ones, string Owl art clocks, from the sixties. Yeah, everything. And and I was just in awe of it. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Until what we leave, and my mom goes, uh, she goes, creatures of the night. That's that's a that's a way that witchcraft gets in you. Wow, because God created them. So, <laughs> I know. I remember thinking yeah. that. I'm like, so God created evil creatures. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to set my uh, Sunday school teacher straight. So it wasn't the snake that tempted Adam and Eve. It, it was an well, owl. It was, but he got his ideas from an owl, apparently. A wise so, old owl. So I understood with this lady with the bat shirt. Do you like them? Yes, I worship Satan. Yes, I do. <laughs> Bow down at the altar of the bats. You know, guano. I shouldn't even be here. I shouldn't even be here eating this blessed onion. I should be over there eating devil Devil See, dogs. people like that make me want to kick them in the face. Yeah, just send them to heaven a little early. Yes. If they even make it. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Turned around at the gate. So, so anyway, yeah, we were going to let you in, but you had to make that stupid comment about the shirt. Sorry. 
Sorry, we can't have idiots here. It's, oh, it's like I want to kill people like that. <laughs> Calm down. It's late. You're you're overreacting yeah, a little bit. Ooh, hey, geez, I've been wanting to play this one for a while. We're going to do a voicemail. I want to know, David, how long can you listen to this before you make me turn it off? Okay, are you ready? Okay, go. Hey, Tennyson. This is Kimball from Arizona. Uh, story about uh, when I was hiking one day in a small um, small hill near my university I went to. Uh, after I got to the top, I decided just to, to run down uh, the hill back to my car, and I ended up hitting a, uh, a small rock that was embedded in the ground and ended up stubbing my toe really bad. So I took off my shoe and noticed all the, the blood was trapped underneath the toenail. Uh, it was pretty painful. Underneath what? Anyway, a couple days later, I was uh, into the doctor to see for a whole, totally different issue. And uh, after the examination, I said, you know, I know you're not a foot doctor, but could you take a look at my toe? Jeez. So I showed him how all the blood was trapped underneath this toe, and it was really painful. And he says, you know, not a big deal. You can you can actually do that yourself. All you need to do is just, you know, take a, a uh, some kind of a needle and turn it off, really turn hot, it off, and you can just turn it off. Your, your toenail and release all the blood. Jesus. Says, Make sure you don't go too far, otherwise you'll hit the nerves. And it'll be Dear really Jesus. Painful. Just like well, getting a splinter. You're a doctor. Why don't you go ahead and just do that for me? If you yeah, do mind. it for me. Okay. So, um. He leans on the door to ask his nurse for something uh, for it, and uh, my wife is waiting out in the in the waiting room. And so imagine this: what he says to the nurse from her point of view. He leans out the door and says, "Hey, nurse, uh, can you give me that soldering iron we use for vasectomies?" <laughs> yeah, what? just reminded me of the story you told the other day, James. So I thought you'd appreciate it. Oh. Thanks, guys. Oh Bye. dear God. <laughs> So there you go, dude. I have never listened to that all the way through, so I didn't know how it ended. I couldn't make it. Couldn't I'm glad he didn't it. go in detail, like oh. once the doctor brought but it dude, back in. Dude, and... dude, dude, you don't have to. He he just fill in the blanks. He used a soldering iron to singe up and cinch up some sort of corpuscle that had, had ruptured underneath his toenail. Ugh. Anyway, I just I've been waiting on that one for a while. Uh, uh, all right, it's time for this. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! It's time for the LBB of the week. I never give you an opportunity, David, to have one. Oh, I got plenty of them. If you ever do, though, you, you feel free to add one. Okay. Um, but I've got one. Actually, it's more of a concept than anything else. Today's LBB of the week, this week, is fast food drive through workers. Yep. Can I get an amen? Amen. Yeah, here's the thing, is today I was uh, very late after church, I had to go pick up this desk, and I was starving, and I wanted to get something to eat, so I pull into a Wendy's, and uh, I hear this, it's like, yep, I'm like, excuse me? He goes, can I help you? I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I want a number six, Uh, no tomatoes, no large combo, blah, blah, blah. He goes, "Uh, I'm I'm sorry, uh, what combo and what number? (laughs) And he kind of laughs like that. Dude, I just pulled off. He's like, sir, sir! And he's screaming. I'm assuming he got fired. I hope he did. Yeah, hopefully. LBB, dude. Total. Total. It's like, first of all, you can't speak English, apparently. And uh, and secondly, when you do speak it, you don't listen when after you have spoke it. So that was irritating. And then at uh, we got a new Chick-fil-A in our area. Amen. Yes, it's about time. And it's always crowded. And the drive through um, is so crowded that they have people stationed outside every few feet to take your order, and then they pass it on to somebody else. And by the time it gets to the front, you've already paid. You've already, um, you know, your order's ready. It's pretty awesome. But when we got to the drive-through uh, window, the actual window, um, we had ordered. They'd asked us, "Do you want sauces? Do you want all these kind of things?" And I was like, "Sure." And we look in there. And my wife's like, uh, "They didn't put straws in." I'm like, "Excuse me, ma'am. Can we have two straws?" 
she smirked at me and handed me two straws. I wanted to slap her. Apparently, she thought we already had two straws and we wanted two more. I don't know. Well, then I look in and I'm like, oh, can I have some Polynesian sauce? I have ne- she hands me one. I'm like, I have never, I didn't say this, but I was like, ma'am, can I have another one? And then she smirks at me again and hands me another. I've never asked for sauce like that and ever just gotten one package. Uh, it's like, uh, you guys uh. just opened up. I know you don't need the biz- my business specifically, but you'd think you'd be a little more, I don't know. Well, what kind. I would do, I would open up the Polynesian sauce and throw it back at her. I know you would have. And asked her for another. Maybe you were the one in line in front of me and she didn't want to arm you with more <laughs> yeah, weapons. Yeah, with my car. <laughs> That's I was true. on my moped. Sorry. Sorry for bringing yeah, that part up. So, yeah, LBB of the week is uh, definitely drive th- drive through workers at fast food restaurants. I hate them. Ugh. I was once one. You was once one? Yeah. I never have worked drive through Burger I, King. Really? Yeah. I flip burgers at on the grill at uh, Wendy's, but I never, never have done that. Here we go. This is from Alex P. I work at a Safeway as a bag boy. Oh, my goodness. That was from last week. I'm so embarrassed. Goodbye. You did used to work at Safeway, James? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Here, I'll make up a I'll make up an email from someone. Um, hi, James. I love your podcast, and uh, David is awesome. Yeah. Uh, don't move to Ireland, and uh, what else? Yeah. Give up your soul to Satan. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Give up your daughter yeah. to entertain us for free. Exactly. Here. News. All right. Am I the only one that feels like that sucks some of your brain out? I know I mentioned that two shows ago, or last show, whatever it was. Yeah. But it does. It's like, here, listen to it again. News. There it went. There it went. I can't remember my name. Um, hey, somebody had asked last week and a week before, uh, before I went to camp, we had mentioned a story contribution contest. Well, we haven't had a lot of input on that. I don't know if people aren't listening to shows or if they're not paying attention or they're submitted stories and they haven't, uh, you know, put it in correctly, the title. But we are extending um, this contest for one more week. What it is, is we need you to send us in just stories. That's all we That's all we want from you anyway. Uh, we just want to reward you for what you're already doing. What we do need to do is have you put in um, story contest in the subject line. That way you uh, your, your email will automatically be filtered and uh, be part of a random drawing done next week. It's a story contest. That's what I want in the subject line, story contest. And just send a story. You can send as many stories as you want. I would suggest doing it once per email because each email will be considered one entry. So don't stick them all together on one email. But what we want to do is give away, uh, what is it, $20 a Steam um, uh, gift certificate, yeah. I guess, for lack of a better word. It's credit. And if, you've not, if you're not familiar with Steam, go check it out. Look it up in Google, whatever. But Steam is an awesome uh, online downloadable games uh, group or whatever, company, website. And there's tons of games that are under $20, and they're not all junk. So that's a pretty good prize. So if you'd like $20 in free games, uh, give us a story and put story contest in the title, okay? So some people had asked about that. When are you going to do it? And I think we forgot to mention it last time. We've got it taken care of this time. Uh, As always, you can check us out at nlcast.com for forums and, and all kinds of good stuff. 
Um, send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, and we will send you a sticker if you want one. And uh, this is probably the last time I'll mention this address, so uh, don't be asking about it later. 5700 Winner, as in the opposite of loser, 5700 Winter Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64127. Just send a self-addressed stamp envelope, and we will send you a bumper sticker. Yep. Um, also, we'd love for you to sponsor a show, and that way you'd get a sticker for free. You get super member status in the forums, and uh, you get your message read right on the show. That's a lot for just 10 bucks. so check it out at NLCast.com. Click on Sponsor an Episode. And as always, check out DrawYourPicture.com. I'd love to do some artwork for you. Uh, a while back, I did... A nobody, um, Abby Cadabby mixed with this guy's one and a half year old daughter. Abby Cadabby's a fairy character on uh, what is it? Sesame uh, Street. Sesame Street. Yeah, and it was really really fun to do that, and it cost a little more than the basic sixty five dollars. But uh, a nobody character is an awesome gift. You get a uh, I, I customize a draw according to your specifications, and it gets printed out on a giant poster and mailed directly to you. So uh, I would love to do one of those for you. Check it out at drawyourpicture.com. Let me play one of these. Listen to this, Dave. Hey, James. Um, there, I was on vacation, and my grandma and my grandma were walking in front of me because I was kind of lagging that day. And there were some gypsies that were following us. He was lagging. And my grandma kept telling my grandpa, hey, there's some gypsies following us. And my grandpa was like, no, that's not true. That's not true. So my grandma had an umbrella. And then the gypsy jumped on my, trying to jump my grandma, and she she kept beating him off with her with her umbrella, and she, um, I look over because I was kind of picking something up because it fell from my hands, and I see these gypsies on the floor screaming, and my grandma's um, sprawled over them beating them with their umbrella. So I thought you guys might get a kick out of that. What? Where do you live? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta live in Ireland, dude. What's going Either on? Ireland or Saskatchewan, uh, Russia or something, or Norwegian, Czechoslovakia. And what are you doing, picking stuff up and not while your while mm. your grandma's being assaulted by gypsies, dude? I mean, don't, don't talk bad. He, about he apparently doesn't leave live in in Ohio. There's no way in God's green earth. <laughs> but no, I'm not talking about gypsies. I'm saying. You know, you know, Grandpa notices there's gypsies. They jump on your grandma. You Where was are your grandpa? not concerned. You just pick something up off the ground that oh, you dropped. Grandma's beating the crap out of some gypsies. And then again. all of a sudden, Grandma's got the upper hand. And Grandpa's just nowhere to be seen. And they just jumped on her for no obvious reason. Must Dude, on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being a lie, 1 being the truth, I think you're like a freaking 12. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking this is a is bull. I mean, it, it, you may saw off of a movie. That's yeah. okay, but just let us know it was funny Yeah, and true. What what I would have really liked, he said, I hope you like the story. I would have really liked the end of the story. What happened? You left us, Grandma is pummeling gypsies, and that's the end? And that's it. No what, cops. What fairy tale ends that way? That's like, I don't know, the prince... Uh, had the ruby slipper, and he goes to look for the princess. The end. I mean, that's, that's it's like, junk. It's like, you know. It's yeah. Was the wicked stepsister profitable in her fakeness of trying to stick her foot in there, or, or what? I don't know. Gypsies. Gypsies. I was rooting for the gypsies, David. Beat that grandma senseless. Preferably, yeah. Because you should not have had a son or a daughter that then made this kid named... Uh, was it Delta Sniper? No. Emilio. Emilio. He's a cool name. I gotta give him that. Ah, speaking of uh middle school drama. 
Who, me? It's time for a little bit of it. Who, me? Okay. You know, we get the middle school drama. We might as well make use of it and make fun of it. Hi, my name's June, and I am uh, 14 years old. Actually, she says, here. here's the funny part. Hi, my name's Hannah, and I'm 14 years old. At the end, they write June. So I don't know what their name is, and they don't either. I was at school listening to one of your podcasts. At my school, we're not allowed to listen to iPods, so I had the it. headphone cord hidden. Where did Ooh. you have the headphone cord hidden? Your shirt. In your in your head, you cut a small cr- uh, line from the back of your ear down your neck into your You're shirt. Sick, and then you embedded a headphone. I, I just don't understand that. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. The only kids I think that could probably do that were kids that were sitting against the wall mm-hmm. in timeout with the dunce head on. So we're not allowed to listen to iPods in school. Imagine that. But I'm doing it anyway. One of you said something funny, and I started laughing. I have a really loud, uncontrollable laugh. Well, duh. They hand those out as soon as you graduate from fifth grade. <laughs> comes with the diploma. True. You got to turn this back in once you graduate ninth grade, though. Yeah. Uh, everyone was staring at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and what's that white worm sticking out of your ear? Mm. I just said that I was thinking about something that happened yesterday. And I think it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. So far, thanks, June. Wow. Yeah, she's schizophrenic. The first paragraph, the first half of the paragraph, you see it was right Hannah. there. Yeah, I'm 14. Second paragraph was June. I will have to give her credit. This is the by far the most uh, wise email we've ever gotten from a middle schooler, and it is right here. These two words. So far, she's at least wise enough to know. That though this is the most embarrassing moment in her life, um, it's she's got a lot more life to live. Yeah. It'll get worse before it gets better, trust me. Uh-huh. But you are in the worst years of your life. Middle school is terrible. Uh, let me read one more. Jackie writes, I was over at my cousin's house and we were bored. My brother and boy cousins were outside. So we had the wonderful idea to lock them out. So we locked every door and window in the entire house and they started knocking and complaining Somehow we ended up outside arguing with them. When we came to a truce, we were going to go back inside, and we realized we had locked ourselves oh out of the house. Oh, gosh. So for 20 minutes, we tried to break into the house. Finally, we just went over to the neighbors and called my parents. Okay, first problem. Why are you home alone with exactly, all these people? With all your boy cousins. Cousins are evil. I never had any. Mom was an only child. Dad was nowhere in our life. I don't think any of his brothers and sisters had kids our age anyway. Uh, cousins, I hear, can do terrible things to you. Yeah, they instigate a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, so why were you outside, or why were you at home without your parents? This this stuff happens because parents aren't involved. Nope. They're buying their middle schoolers iPods, which they listen to in class, and they're not supposed to. And I embarrass myself so bad listening to your show. And then uh, then we got kids locking themselves out. Not very uh, not very entertaining either. So let's just uh, let's just move right along, shall we? Mm-hmm. Featured Story. All right, it's time for that Featured Story. Last week we mentioned that we were going to tell the final story, story to tell all stories about Big Red. If you're not familiar with that, let me read a couple of emails to get us started. Uh, B. Kopchak says, I'm going to go, I'm going back and listening to all the old episodes, which takes 48 hours, by the way. 
and I've started looking for stories you said you'd tell another time, but you never have. I think I remember you saying that you wanted help finding those. And yes, we do. If you guys are listening to old episodes and you hear about something we said we'd tell about later but never did, let us know. Uh, there was one in episode 10 about what your mom used to use to punish you with. You said that you'd tell us about a certain Big Red later. Just wondering if you wanted to use that. Yes, we do. Yes, mm. we do. Big Red, the legend of Big Red will live on forever. My mom had something to do with it. Uh, David's dad had something to do with it. And it's a story of abuse, to be quite honest. It's not very funny. So uh, just lock up the kids and turn yeah. off the iPod. That's it. Um, okay, so here it is. We lived in Jacksonville, Florida, in a little house on Lenoid Road. And in the backyard was a, I don't know, a swing. What do they call those kind, David? A uh, porch swing. But it wasn't on a porch. It was on an old A-frame um, swing <laughs> set that we had had and torn apart years ago that used to have a slide that went all the way to the top bar. Yeah, I don't even think they make those kinds of slides anymore. Now slides stink. Mm-hmm. Slides stink. I'm getting on a rabbit trail here, but they started putting slides up on the little cross beam across the A-frame part of it. Yeah. And then now they have uh, slides that have bumps in them, which look really fun. But all it means is like, we're going to slow you down as you go. And kids, dude, you don't know what you missed out on. Everybody my age, 35, 34, 30 years old, you know what a slide is. Slides that were so high, if you fell off it, you would die. And was there any nice wood chips on the ground? No. no. Concrete. Concrete for your or nice pine cones, <laughs> big burly pine cones. That's right, <laughs> or pine straw at very least. But yeah, gravel and and concrete footings for the poles that were going down. Anyway, um, where was I? Okay, we had this swing and it was really fun in the backyard and all this kind of stuff. But my mom, you know, we'd long ago messed it up, so she bought this. Uh, she bought this uh, porch swing. We didn't have a porch, so she put it in the backyard and this thing. And in order to seal it from the weather, she had painted it red. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know if it was painted. Yeah, I guess it was because it was primed and painted. She had gone painstakingly through it. And we would sit out there in the blistering heat, and I don't remember ever really doing that or enjoying it in any way. It soon became a thing for us to play in. And since it wasn't on a porch and it was on a big swing set, A-frame thing, you do what you did with those A-frame swing sets that weren't uh, embedded in the ground. You swung so hard that the A-frame would come up off the ground, yep. the back legs when you went forward, and the front legs when you went back. And, dude, you could do it even better on this big red port swing. And Except you could load up half your family in the thing and just push them. So, you know, Amy and, and Leanne would sit in this thing and push, and then I'd, uh, I'd we'd take turns. And it was really fun. You could jump off of it. You could lay down on it and get pushed and get really dizzy. It was awesome. Well, one day, the thing broke. It, it fell apart. I mean, just th- those things Excess, do. Have excess. you ever been? What'd you say? Excessive use. <laughs> Don't you <Excessive>. say sexy? <laughs> no. Like, no. Anyway, so uh, the thing, if you've ever been in a porch swing that breaks, they usually break at the arms. And this was no exception. It fell down. It broke. I don't remember all the details. All I remember is we had a blast tearing that thing the rest of the way apart. Of course. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so it was little planks, uh, little slats all the way across the back of it where your back would fit. And then there were slats all the way across the bottom. Well, your dad comes home and you weren't even born yet. No. Thank God. I wasn't even thought of. But did you know about Big Red? Did you ever get one? Nope. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, 
Um, your dad comes home and my mom's livid. She's very angry. And uh, so they go out and they get a bunch of these slats. And they bring them in and they spanked us with them. We didn't even purposefully break the thing, but yeah, we spanked us did. with us. No, we didn't. We were good kids. And like you and David, Jonathan. Me and David. Yeah. Uh, spanked us with them. And then they kept them. And they thought that would be the coolest, most ironic thing in the world. We had broke this thing and they were going to keep the slats. Well, these slats got a nickname. And John, your father, is the one that coined it. And he started calling them Big Red. And so if you were ever bad or you were being bad or you didn't eat or whatever it was, he's like, I'm going to go get Big Red. And Big Red became a hated, hated thing. And I often, often, often uh, fantasized about going out and burying all the various versions of Big Red. What, eat, eat, what did each one of the kids have one or something? <laughs> the names on it? Was no, it? it was just a collection. Oh. And we moved like three times and them suckers was coming with us. And I know there were many of them because I had a couple broken across my backside. Oh. Yeah, your dad hit really hard, David. Yeah, he did. Did you ever get a spanking? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. So Big Red, yeah. Not not a, a particularly funny story, but you guys wanted to hear it. I don't know. The beatdowns, man. He hit me so hard one time that I could not stand upright for two days. I had to crawl around on the floor. Mm-mm-mm. You ever got a spanking that bad, Dave? Mom hit me with a wire coat hanger one time. Ooh. See? And she did the move the hands deal. Yeah. Uh, I would alternate five licks per hand. <laughs> See, I never got away with that. No, I she didn't. She would go. say that you'd, you'd well, you know, bend over, bend over. It was it was up to the back. So there's, I mean, I got really flexible. My fifth through tenth year of she'd, life. She'd say, "Don't, don't you put your hands back there? Uh, I move hit them. your hands." And I, but see, I wasn't smart like you. I didn't realize it hurt less on the hands than it did on your backside. Well, the thing is, you learn, you know, palms down, it's going to sting. Palms up are a little tougher. <laughs> and then you realize the lower part of your back is, is where the hellfire and brimstone set in. <laughs> Dude, I never got and hit on the lower why back. You, that's why you start walking when she hits you. Really? So How do you it, walk? You like, oh, it hurts. You start taking little steps. So I she's couldn't. Farther I away had to bend me. over the bed. Mm-mm, dude. She must have been a little, a little more ad lib. Well, no, 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 no. I was walk. I was a walker. I was. Well, I'll take the couch with me. <laughs> I'm like, stop, stop. <laughs> I remember one time she took a took a, a extension cord. Uh huh. And Lord knows, I I, I oh, didn't. I never ran gosh. from her. I never ran from her. But that that sucker. I was sitting in my room. Came out through the corner, slapped me in the face, and drawled back. Oh. Mom was sitting in the living room. That was a joke. Oh, man. That was a joke. Okay. Like, living room, bedroom. Oh. That was a, yeah. Mom was good. <laughs> All I know is the Big Red was hated, and it was horrible, and... Uh, well, I remember one time, I, I think I told the story about the uh, time I took the machete to Jonathan. Yeah. Popped my own tire. Yeah. And... uh Mom made me clean up all that stuff. Well, then she, uh, she, I thought I was done, you know, after she cleaned, after I had to clean up. So I put my hands in the hood and she's like, okay, I'm going to give you a spanking. And I was like 13. Mom hit the first three licks and I tried not to giggle. And then she hit the fifth and the fourth and the, the, all on up and I just started laughing. Oh my God. And mom started laughing too. And that was the last time. Well, good. My last spanking, I think I was and I turned six. around and punched her in the face. <laughs> I think I was 16, dude. Really? I kid you not. God no. And it didn't hurt. You laugh. No, I didn't laugh. Dude. Because because mom tried we to hit had, harder. We had two different families. I'm telling you. Yeah. I was in, I lived in fear 
and and a, and I think a healthy respect. I'm making it sound like I was totally abused, and other than your father, I wasn't. You know, mm-hmm. your father was a terrible man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but anyway, my but ah, uh, well, most of the, our third most downloaded show is still uh, the book in the butt story. Yeah, and uh, I've already told the best spanking story possible. But yeah, the big red was so hated that that's why I put the book in the back of my pants. And I think I was like maybe in eighth grade then. And I'm still getting the beat down. It was terrible. Ah, just, uh, you know, how many, th- how many list off right now, all the things you've ever been spanked with, uh, coat hanger, extension cord, shoe, uh, Belt, obviously. Uh, see, these are falling in the category of beatings, not spankings. I oh, spankings. Yeah. Uh, Rick rack paddle. Yeah, but it broke. Oh, really? Who, Thank God. Who was that? Mom. Mom? Okay. Yeah. Uh. Now, for for those that don't know, Rick rack paddle that my grandmother called them Rick rack paddles was a uh, a paddle like a, that has a uh, elastic ball on it. Except the ball's not there. Are, are those actual called Rick Rack Paddles? I don't know. That's what she called That's them. That's what I've always called Yeah. Them. I call them ping pong paddles or, or whatever. But yeah, I've been spanked with uh, a Rick Rack Paddle, but that was my grandma, and it never hurt. It was like a token thing, and it was only once. Um, but uh, And then uh, I'm a shoe, a yeah. hairbrush. Ooh. Uh, my mom went through a phase where somebody had told her, see, this is the thing. I got spanked based on what my mom's advice from her friends were. Ooh. Okay. And then, so what the deal was is mom got, mom, you know, was a new Christian and she started reading the Bible and she, she read spare the rod, spoil the child. Well, I'm not obeying that because I'm not using a rod. So she went out to a craft fair or something and got some rods, some dowel rods for the love. They're about three foot long. And she started spanking us with them, and oh my lord! But those don't aren't that tough, are they? No, dude. Have you ever been hit with a with a? Well, are we talking oh, about an inch? Man, thick? you're gonna make me say a bad word on my show, dude. No, they're not an inch thick. They're microscopic, and it's like a switch on steroids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a pop to it. Have you ever heard the kid like back in the late '90s that got caned overseas, and everybody was freaking out? I felt yeah. no pity for him. First Mm-mm. of all, because he he's he an idiot. Tagged a bunch of stuff, but I'm like, dude. One time, I. I probably just didn't eat my peas and I got caned. Oh, dude, you don't know. Uh, but here's the thing. One time, this this might be funny or it might be really sad, is uh, my mom comes back and she's been talking to these two friends of mine and, and they were twins and, and their dad was talking about how he does discipline. And if it's bad enough, what he does is he pulls down her pants and does a bare butt whooping and then he puts them on restriction for a week. And, oh, my Lord, I should have been scared. But I was like, no, she'll never do that to me. Dude, the next time I did anything, I don't even remember what it was. Bare butt whooping, dude. Mm. It was embarrassing. How old were you? I don't know. 15? 17, 18. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like seven or eight. I don't know. It was before mom and, and your dad got married. And, uh, yeah, I was on restriction for a week. It was horrifying. It was horrifying. Ugh. Punishments. Mm. Anything else other than spanking? You ever get mm, one time me and mom got in a fight and uh threw my pack of CD, threw my CD case on the ground, okay? Uh-huh. She's like, You're gonna pick them up. I was like, No, I'm not. Ooh, David, David. She, she came Dang. and got got over me and I balled my fist up at her. Ooh. I was, and she's like, Hit me. <laughs> Hit me. I was like, God, she is asking for it. What is the difference now? Oh my gosh. And I, I, I just looked at her, she's like, If you hit me. 
you'll dial 911, but your fingers won't work. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, come it hit me. I dare you. Oh my gosh. She used to say it. She'd be like, if you, she told me when I was young, if you ever back talk me, if you ever, I will pick up a table. I will pick up a car, whatever I got. And I will hit you with it. Lord help us. Okay. So, so here's the deal as we're both parents now. Um, yeah. When the whole discipline factor, do you discipline when the, when the, you know, action is, has taken place or do you wait till you get home or, well, when, I mean, my daughter's only three, and you have to do it immediately. One, because by the time you get to that point, They'll it's because they, about no, it. Well, no, I'm saying in the heat of the moment, you need the behavior to be corrected immediately. All right, say they're nine months old, they're scooting around, and they go reach for a fire, or they reach for something they're not supposed to touch. You pop them on the back of the hand, because you can't take them out and, and talk to them and all that. And even when they're three, they lose their mind in the middle of Walmart, you just have to bear hug them and walk them out. And then when you get out of the car, you're just like, stop it right now, or I'll whoop you into your life, you know? that kind of stuff so you know this isn't a <laughs> an advice show but uh i i'm very as you guys can imagine very fair and very balanced and very consistent and my daughter knows exactly what to expect see our discipline was based on whatever mood they were in i remember one time i kicked a basketball in the backyard and your dad freaked out and he's like you're gonna start getting spankings for stuff like that soon and I'm like, oh my lord! I kicked a basketball, and I guess that's what it was, is because I maybe it was, I don't know. I just remember thinking, if that had been a football, would everything have been okay? I mean, he was a military guy, and one time, um, my sister Leanne had borrowed my raincoat, and had left it on my bed, and I got a spanking because it was my rain jacket, my responsibility, and I was supposed to somehow psychically have known. To put it up. So if you have any stories, ladies and gentlemen, you need our support, mm. <laughs> call them in. Call your beatdown stories. I, I guess I got one more. It, it's just, this is terrible. I don't know where I found out about the N-word for the first time. Oh, God. Yeah. If you have younger viewers, just turn it off, or listeners. But uh, I won't say it because I hate it to this day. I mean, for just every reason in the world. But I didn't know what it meant. And I didn't know it was usually used to one certain type of people. But I was uh, really annoyed by this punk kid when I was like in third grade. And I called him that name. Little white boy, of all things. He goes and says, I'm going to tell him. I'm like, I don't care, you in. Oh, <laughs> and God. so he goes inside pretty soon the principal comes out, calls my mom, tells me about it. I get a spanking right there in the office. And then I get home and I get to write scriptures about love. And I had to write the love chapter over and over over and over. Dude, I kid you not, probably five times a day for a week. Wow. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not boast. It's not easily angered. It's not, oh my goodness, just the whole thing. You want to talk about making somebody love the word of God. Dude, it was funny as crap. One time uh, I was uh, in school we, and we got off. We had a bus driver, a substitute bus driver. So it was a white kid. It called a white kid the bad name. Yeah. Nobody was, ever explained to me what I did wrong. Exactly. They just punished me. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so we were um, driving on the bus. We had a substitute bus driver. And you never want to be a sub. On the bus, the school, kids will take advantage of you. I was in high school. And uh, this this boy passed wind on the bus. It always passed wind, and even the windows were rolled down. It seemed like it just put it 
everywhere in your mouth. So I said, dang, but I did not say dang because I was the funny kid. <laughs> so you probably said a big old southern accent too, like dang. <laughs> so uh, the bus driver heard me and she's like, What's his name? What's his name? Everybody was like, Steven. <laughs> Stephanie, uh, I don't know. Everybody started making up names. Aww. And I was like, it's Steven. She's like, I'll get you, Steven. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, so man. the next day at school, I get called out of JRTC, J Rotsy. <laughs> I go to the office and I got Mr. Story, the principal, in front of me. Oh. And um, and he, he said, son, do you know why? And he knew mom. Like, they went oh, to school together. Man. He's like, uh, do you know why you're in here? I was like, Mr. Story, honestly, I don't know. And he had a lazy eye. So when I was looking at you, when I was looking for you. That because you never know which one to look and at. And so I just looked at his nose uh. to clarify the situation. And uh, <laughs> and he told me, he's like, well, you cussed in the bus and, you, and the bus driver wrote you up. I was like, oh, man, what did I do again? And he said, uh, you know, he told me. And then uh, he's like, do you want me to crawl Drusilla? Uh, I was like, no, no, he asked me if she knew. I was like, yes, sir, she knew. And what did she say? She laughed, honestly. No, I bet you she didn't. I was like, you can call if you want. He's like, either you can get three licks. Oh, man. Or you can get uh, two days in, in school suspension. I was like, Mr. Story, go ahead and give me three licks. <laughs> so you had a witness come in. You know, they have to do all that crap now. See, they can't even do that anymore, though. And they handed, uh, uh, Mr. Story told me to hold on to the uh, seat that I was sitting in. So I, he's like, whack. I was like, that ain't that bad. Mr. Story, you're old, man. You ain't got it in you anymore. <laughs> Second one, whack. Okay, that that's heating up just a little bit. <laughs> that's that's getting toasty out there. He's like, one more. I was like, yeah, okay, but whatever. <laughs> you know, you get all the breathing going. <laughs> you waiting for you. I'm trying to like see it. Sorry, I never got in trouble with the, the, the school. But go dude, ahead. oh, whack. Third one, I was I sort of bent one knee. You know, uh, mm, that one got me. <laughs> I have a story. See you tomorrow. Oh man. Dude. <laughs> okay, all right. I did get in trouble one time. It was a similar situation. Um, it was on the bus and I never cussed ever. This is the difference between us. I never cussed ever. And I decided to try it out and cause everybody was being really loud. And I just said something. I was like, yeah, that was a big old. And the moment I let the word out, the entire bus went silent and my cuss word rang out like church bells across that bus. And that bus driver looked up in that mirror that they have above their head and uh-huh. stared right at me. Cause my mouth was still open. Cause I was like, I was a bit of you know, and so yeah, I got in trouble. I was I was very sad though. I you're so defiant. I was so scared to get in trouble. Yeah. Uh, and then okay, my my face to face with the principal. I said I never got in trouble. This is the one time. I used to sit at this table with this foreign exchange student from China. She didn't speak much English, and every day I would ask her, "Can I have your hamburger?" And she'd say yes, and I'd take it and I'd eat it, and it was great. Oh my god! And <laughs> so. Suddenly, I mean, after like a week of this, this lady who had never seen before a teacher grabs me and jerks me to the office and says, this is him. Well, long story short, the, the, the principal sits me down and he starts talking to me and he's like, now, James, if you're hungry, we have a school lunch program. I knew your father. He's talking about your dad. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, we can help you out. I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? He says, there's this little girl named Sue Lynn or whatever, and you've been taking her hamburgers. You've been taking her food. And she's very, very upset about it. And, dude, I tell you what, I was totally taken aback, totally embarrassed, totally felt like a dork. 
and I never knew. She never said anything. She must have well, sat she there <laughs> in silence the entire time and just thinking I was this horrible American that was stealing her food. But I asked her and she said yes. I don't know. Maybe That's all she knew how to say, James. <laughs> well, she was probably thinking I was saying, Can I sit here? Yeah. And yes, you keep you on can. taking her food every time. Or maybe I just I don't want I him around me. Asking her to the prom. I don't know, but anyway. Ugh. I guess that's enough stories for today. But it was terrible. And it was the same thing. That you want me to call your dad and I didn't get in trouble though. I mean not really, but I felt like Dude, I, I got in so much trouble in middle school. <laughs> I was in freaking uh, in school suspension for years. Oh gosh. E and V mail. Thank you for calling. All right, let's get through a couple. Hello, James and whoever might be there. I'm new to the forums, but I've been crazily listening to the podcast for a couple of weeks. I'm almost completely caught up. I thought I would send a story about why you should never build something potentially dangerous and have an older brother around. So today, my brother and I found some old rope and some planks of wood. We have a huge tree in our front yard, which can only mean one thing. We built a swing. The problem was getting a rope tied to the two-story high branch. We figured out if we took an old railing from our stairs, cut it in half, and tied the rope to the end, threw it over the branch, and tied it, it would work. It was very hard, considering the only little, the only ladder we could use uh, discreetly was one of the small step ladders. Um, after two hours of struggle, the stupid thing finally got tied to the branch, and we were ready to swing. Being the older brother, my brother wanted me to go first. That way, if anything went wrong, he knew not to do it. So I was swinging gently. And all was well until my brother decided to push me really hard. He pushed me to the point where he could run underneath me. I know about that because we had a rope swing. He's 15, by the way. I was really scared, but at the same time, I was having a lot of fun. I thought I heard a cracking sound, but I ignored it. And I was coming back down. The plank of wood snapped. I was trying to hold on so it wouldn't fly off and smash into the house. I slid down pretty fast despite my efforts and fell into the bush just in front of the house. I was okay, except for the fact that my hands felt like the top layer of skin was shaved uh. off. And now my hands sting whenever I grab something. Hope you enjoy my painful experience, Chris. So his hands sting now? Yes, actively, as he was typing that. Yeah. Ugh, gosh. Yeah, danger. Hey, James and David, I was just listening to episode 73, and I heard David talking about hitting dog mess with the weed whacker. (laughs) I thought I could do one better. About a week ago, I was weed whacking with my cousin, who's a few years younger than me, and we were weed whacking a patch of uh, of a field behind his grandma's house when a field mouse ran out. My cousin starts running behind it, and so I follow him. All of a sudden, I hear this weed whacker rev up the whole way. I think to myself, he wouldn't, and he did. Mm -mm -mm. He took a huge swipe, and he chopped the little mouse in half. Wow. Spraying guts and whatever else on me. Ooh, rabies. Uh, it took me a while to get it all off. I guess the moral of that story is don't chop anything but weeds with a weed whacker. Jeremy, yeah, David, dude, I was weed whacking today because somebody hadn't been doing it for the last couple of weeks. That <laughs> sucks. <laughs> David's supposed you to You need to pay that little guy that comes up here and does that. No, I need... Anyway, I did it, and I did it with shorts. Don't ever weed whack no. with shorts. You will have little pieces of stuff embedded in your skin. It hurts really bad. Uh, Gabby writes, Hey, James and David, I'm one of your many happy customers, minus the customer part. Last winter I went skiing, filled out some forms, and I went to the next room to get fitted for skis, and there was a short man behind the counter. I gave him my papers. He looked up and said, Sorry, we don't have skis for people as tall as you, and I grinned, thinking that he was joking because he was so short. It wasn't until hours later, when I was on the chairlift, that I realized what I had done. I'd accidentally written that I was 6'7", instead of 5'7". I'm actually a little short. 
although I'm taller now than you guys. The sum of three and 46 is what? Um, I know you won't be sending this one in. I guess I won't be sending this one in. I'm a dumb homeschooler. Homeschool, everyone. That's hilarious, actually. Wow. If he hadn't ruined it with the subtext there at the end. Uh, I don't know if I've read this one. Have I read this one? Mm. Oh, here we go. I got to do it. Here we go. Uh, hey, guys, this didn't happen to me, but my wife recently, she had to have some medical tests done. Of course, she ended up having to pee in a cup. After filling the container, she kind of picked it up uh, in a paper napkin and brought it to the nurse since she was concerned about the possibility that she had spilled some on the outside of the container. Yeah, you did. The nurse, I did? Yep. Uh, anyway, the nurse did her thing with the droppers and stuff, and then for some reason she picked up the napkin and wiped her mouth with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I didn't delete all this stuff. That's crazy. Anyway, that's it for today. If you, uh, we got a couple of voicemails we're going to play at the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for listening and being a part of the show. Visit us online at nlcast.com. Uh, get us an email. Uh, participate in the contest and all that kind of stuff. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Leave us an iTunes review. Tell a friend. Hey, and do this. Go and uh, become our friend on MySpace. Become our friend on uh, on Facebook. Follow us in Twitter. Um, vote for us on podcastalley.com and all kinds of good stuff. That would be awesome. Everything you could do to do your part to help spread the gospel of Kennison. That's all we really want. Um, because if, uh, you don't, the sad truth will be nobody will be listening. Why say will be? Will be. It had to make sense. Will be listening. Uh, sorry for all the background noise, people. We tried to record we before my daughter went to sleep. Yes, a family here. Speaking of spankings, let's go give some out. Uh, thanks for doing the show, dude. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Um, I know you guys are weird about giving out your podcast address. Oh, I know it's ten fifteen, dude. Here, I'm going to give you my address instead. Yeah, I'm going to give my phone number. Yo, yo, Cynthia. Yo, Cynthia, it's three five two. You could have at least done. Uh, like a Facebook thing, you know. What's your Facebook? Or well, I found her on MySpace, but she said to private. I ain't gonna ask to be her friend. Hi, nobody's listening. This is Joe Mama from Vermont. Um, I just got done listening to your episode where James accidentally or kind of sort of cut David's fingers, and I had a story to tell. Um, I work in a sewing factory, and a few weeks ago, I was having a bad day. I didn't want to, I was making dog leashes, which I hate dogs to start, but having a bad day. They weren't working. The machine wasn't working. All this bad karma was around me, and believe it or not, I sewed my finger all the way through, and the needle broke, shattered. Um, I freaked out, couldn't get the needle out of my finger. It was still under my pressure foot, so I cranked my machine over, get my finger out, and I see it. And I see this big, huge needle sticking through the middle of my, through the side of my finger. Just barely missed the nail. Ended up going to the hospital, freaking out. Um, it turned out okay, though. My finger healed and only took, I don't know, a week or so. But it reminded me of that. Love your podcast. You guys do an awesome job. I've been around since the beginning. Great job. Talk to you later. Hey, this is Delta Sniper. This is a... Voicemail that I'm leaving for David, I wanted to ask you a question. I'm 14 years old, and I'm 5 foot 8. Would you consider me obscenely tall? That's all I really wanted to ask. Bye. Hey, nobody's listening. This is Delta Sniper again. I'm just going to tell the next story about 
my college-age sister. Uh, I think it was last year, we were packing up our school books, because like I mentioned before, we're homeschooled, and we needed some more boxes, and we sent my sister out to go grab some, and she came back and said, I can't find any boxes, and my dad went out and looked in the garage, and he found about five boxes that were empty that we used, and he told this to her, she said, but those boxes were empty, in the same voice that she used when she was trying to justify herself scaring me with the weed whacker. All right, that's all for now. Hello, James and co-host. This is Fred, otherwise known as FS Loves SG1 on the forums, and I'm currently on a seven-hour trip from Long Island to Montreal, stalkers. So thanks for the company with all your fun stories. And I'm listening back uh, to an old episode, the Halloween episode that you had with Jen, and you got into talking about uh, playing um, Bible audio tapes and things uh, while you're sleeping to keep you from getting scared. And this reminded me of my son, who uh, is six years old, and he likes to listen to a, a particular storyteller. His name is Jim Weiss, and he has a series of bedtime stories that he tells. Uh, my son likes just one of these uh, CDs, and it's set in uh, natural settings, like in a, a mountain cabin or uh, on a farm, or you meet a unicorn in the woods, and it's all very calming, and he talks in a very calming voice because he's trying to get you to sleep by the end of the story. And usually the stories end with a little bit of calming music before it moves on to the next one. Only problem is that uh, we don't think he's hard of hearing or anything, our son, but he likes to turn these things up really loud. So for a while there, every night he'd go to sleep and you'd be walking by his room and this man is talking in a very loud but calming voice. And it was just a little strange. But uh, I'm sure he'll have that burned into his consciousness. And he, he does enjoy them. It's not that we're forcing him to do it. And our daughter uh, grew up with those, too, and she remembers, you know, pretty well. Anyway, that's that's what that reminded me of. Thanks for the show, and I uh, look forward to hearing from you again, too. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.